Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time, but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side. Beast mode, no one's blocking our way. <laughs> These other guys tried it, but them man ain't got the skills of Braden and Davy, brazen and raging, bringing you the drills and spills. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DVP, the BD elite. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DVP, the BD elite. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, and this is BD Elite. Yes, it is. Yes, we can be your dynamates. We're your dynamates. Yes, this is our show where we talk all about AEW. Yes, a little dynamite. A little extra show for you. Yeah, we're your NXT friends, but, uh, you know, AEW is the cool wrestling show. All right? That's, we can all agree. Yes. We are live on Twitch as we are every Wednesday night because you can find us there. We record this podcast live Wednesday nights about 10.15 Eastern time after Dynamite. Uh, and then we, we put it up on this podcast feed. But uh, shout out everyone at twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast. Um, we'll be doing a lot of twitching um, with, with every... I mean, we do already a lot of twitching every... That sounds weird, twitching. <laughs> Um, every Tuesday night and Wednesday night, and yeah, we talk about Dynamite, which I, yeah, which is the cool show in pro wrestling. Like it seems like it's hitting on all cylinders. It's almost as if it's like just doing it for the fans, like a definitely like a fan service. Absolutely, yeah. It's breaking these uh, things that we think are traditional in wrestling, just because WWF, WWE have always done it, like annoying stuff. Like not yeah. being able to cross promote and just bring in a guy from the past for the sake of it. And yeah, AEW are just undoing all those things, those bad habits in wrestling. And it's so refreshing to see like all elite really feels all, you know, Yeah. like today with having a death match main event, not my cup of tea, but it's, there's an audience for it. And AEW really 
represents all of that and are really trying to service the fans. I yeah, it, it definitely feels like that. Because uh, watching wrestling for the past while, like you, even myself, I, I, I mentioned I turned 30 and then Hangman turned 30 a day after me. And I went, wow, Hangman's de- de- definitely doing a lot better than me at 30. But uh, I guess I'm doing OK. But I was like, damn, he's 30. Damn. You thought he was older. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, th- I, I just, thought he was old. I, I hope people that are just better than me. Yeah, are that's how I me. see it. Yeah, 100%. when it's someone younger, I don't want to look up to people younger than me. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah, we're just failures, really. I look up to Hangman. Yeah, and that's okay, even though I'm a day older than him. Uh, yeah, uh, AEW seems to be like the the fun show, and they got so many things going going forward. Um, we've talked about the CM Punk. Daniel Bryan situation or situation meaning people saying they're signed and they're going to show up. And well, tonight there is some sort of message that that could potentially be true. Uh, and a lot of people are like, yeah, this is a lock. And then adding a brand new show in Chicago right before all out on the, what the Friday, the debut episode of rampage. It's the, the second week, the second rampage. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so the 20th of August. In Chicago at the United Center. Yeah. And Yeah, well, let's just talk about this now. They announce it later, but yeah. we might as well. Um, yeah, so they've announced this show in Chicago, very close to All Out, which is also in the Chicago area. Um, that, to me, says... And the crowd tonight were very quick to pick up on it. They were chanting CM Punk. Yeah. Um, that, to me, says you day. De- they wanted to debut him before All Out because he's having a match at All Out. And with the Derby promo that comes up tonight, I assume that's the match. So they want to get CM Punk out there beforehand to kind of build this thing. Okay. But also we want to debut CM Punk in Chicago, you so know? So get the bigger so arena. let's just go to... Yeah, this is the... I think this is more the downtown one, isn't yeah, it? Rather yeah. than uh, Schaumburg. Is it where All Out is? Yeah. Um but exciting. This to me tonight seemed like confirmation. Yeah, they they they, they look to be like on fire. They're picking up. They were ready right out the cannon when they were told crowds could come back and they could tour. And they're like not wasting any time doing all this stuff. And as we thought, like, oh, who knows what they'll do when they get crowds back? And it definitely it just as a fan, we watch this stuff because we like this. We're mm. weird wrestling fans. We like wrestling, and it finally feels. Uh, what I, what I was saying is I'm 30 and, and, and I'm only 30 years old and I've only watched wrestling for maybe since I was like 13 or so, but it's like so much of that when I grew up was like, man, a lot of this sucks. And I felt disrespected for so long. I watched WWE ECW. God damn it. Give me my fucking respect. I want to feel serviced as a fan. It's like watching coronation street for years, but it was just trash. What other like soap operas that go on that long, like for this long is wrestling. Like, and then finally a show where it doesn't like treat you like such an idiot. It's like, I know I'm stupid. I like wrestling. It's okay. That's what they're doing now. They're giving me, they're making it. A, they're, they're trying to give yeah. us what we want. They're literally yeah. doing like, if, if we complain on the internet and on Twitter about how the nightmare, what the nightmare, uh, nightmare fan, what was Brandy's oh, thing? Nightmare collective collective thing. We were like, it sucks. So they're like, eh, they're right. Let's get rid of it On to the next thing. And it was like, that's what they do. And it's, it's, I don't know. It's really interesting watching. Um, I know, I know we're the NXT show and I know that like we, we, we do, we even thought last night was a pretty solid show, but this, this is the cool people. This is the cool table. This is the cool show that you would be watching 
uh, I would definitely be watching and and wanting to talk about if we didn't do a podcast. Yeah. That's what it's giving. You remember when you would you have your weird set of wrestling friends and you want to talk about the water cooler situations, which, you know, we don't get to do that because pandemic and stuff. But talking to people about stuff, you would be like, I've already te- like I've already texted three people being like, dude, Hoovy, the juice. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's giving me that. Like, when was yeah. the last time Raw ever did that? No, no, you're, you're totally right. It hasn't for yeah. a long time. So, um, yeah, a lot of big stuff with AEW right now. And it, it kind of goes to show they're really trying to um, get this Rampage over off the top. You know, I think there's going to be interest in that first week of Rampage anyway, because it's the debut. But having this potential CM Punk big event in Chicago for a Rampage for the second episode, maybe they're hoping people are going to think, oh, I... Rampage is kind of must watch as well. I, yeah, I can't, definitely. I can't pick and choose. I've got to watch both. So I think it's a good tactic for the beginning of this new series. Yeah, you got my attention. I'm kind of mad because I work Friday night. Yeah, <laughs> it's how much wrestling do we got? Can, can it can it be lockdown again? Just those two weeks. It's definitely still going to be the show. I'll try to watch, but like yeah. Fridays is like I if either you're doing work or... shit like see, like I'm gonna want to. I don't want to. See on Twitter the CM Punk yeah. debut. I want to watch that live. Are we going to take it off? Oh, fuck. I'm taking so much. We're time already off. doing Saturday and Sunday that weekend because that's SummerSlam and TakeOver. And we're doing our game show and oh, Twitch geez. streams and we'll stuff. We need to take Friday off as well. Just do it. Yeah, you might have to, man. <laughs> you want to see Punk? I'll don't probably you? just avoid spoilers at work and then yeah, all right. show up. All right. Put a helmet on when you leave work. Yeah. Look at, uh, all all, the, all the people in the streets of Toronto just yelling at me. Delete your Twitter. CM Punk showed up and like, did d- this. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wear a wrestling shirt. Like 4 a.m. wrestling spoilers yeah, on my walk someone. home from work. No, it's going to be your like your kitchen staff at your, your, at your bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it will be. Davey, Davey, I know you're serving, but did you did you watch Punk showed up? No, I didn't watch. Because <laughs> I'm at work with you right Every now. Every time I tell them, I'm like, hey, I kind of... Don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, we because because we used to watch NXT when AEW was also on because we always did NXT the podcast first. But now we can watch. We don't get spoiled for AEW. That was a whole thing with yeah. our show. Don't spoil AEW. We're trying not to. But your kitchen staff guy would just text you. Holy shit, Sting! Or he like, knows I do an NXT yeah, yeah, show. Like you've told him. Yeah, it was it was Sting. I think he's oh, being spoiled. Yeah. yeah, damn. Well, we don't get spoiled anymore. But now you got to watch Rampage, man. Uh, this the, the same kitchen guy messaged me about Nick Cage. He was he hasn't <laughs> really Nick- seen anything like that before. Oh, yeah. oh, so it's getting some attention. For, I I feel like that's the thing. It's getting attention. Uh, we talked mm-hmm. about a little bit about on Up Next last night uh, about Nick Cage and Matt Cardona, Zack Ryder, and like how it was it was bloody and it was violent. Um, it, it's it, it, it didn't feel like it was for me as much as some of the other death matches I've definitely seen mm-hmm. in in stuff, but. It looked like a great visual with the crowd and stuff, but you were mentioning that there may have been like actual dangerous things being thrown, which sucks. But that's what people are saying, yeah, yeah. which sucks, and or the plants or whatever. It's like, well, like that's whatever. But it didn't get like, yeah, there was light tubes, and it was what I expected. I I think I'll say right off the bat, hot take is I think I preferred the match with Jericho over the Matt Cardona one. Don't shoot me. But, I yeah. I need to rewatch the I don't think I Cardona to, one because I did fall asleep. Oh, okay. Um, but I yeah I I got into tonight's one and I yeah. I was pretty negative about the beginning of the match. But yeah, I I got into tonight, so I can see 
people thinking the same as you? Yeah, there. I feel like there's. I feel like there's so much to unpack because I've just mentioned Juventud Guerrero, the Juice, is going to be brought up on this show. CM Punk is going to be brought up on this show. Haku is going to be brought yeah. up on this show. Sting, Darby. There's, sorry, uh, another one I'm missing. Tanahashi. Oh, yeah. We will be talking about like that's what I mean. There's so much going on. Yeah, this this show was wild tonight. I feel like I feel like we have a lot to talk about, but I feel like we can jump into the show and, and ride yeah, let's, through. Yeah, let's just get into we'll it. We'll definitely be it's talking. A hot, hot new show. This, have you heard of it? It's called Dynamite. It's really it's really great. Uh, it's it's really nice. So Dynamite from Wednesday, July twenty eighth, and uh, we get this great intro from. It's the Dark Order, but it's like a commercial, but it's using Hangman's theme. So picture like those, it's, his theme is like that cowboy music <laughs> and the whistling. You, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. That. That's the intro. Yeah. The, the beat is used or like so similarly used in so many different commercials, beer mm. commercials or, or Wrangler or whatever, car commercials. And it felt like that when it was showing the slow-mo of, of Hangman as this cowboy. And it's like, what is it? Is it Modelo, the beer? I, we were talking about it in our, one of our chats, but. Oh, uh, it could be. Yeah, because Hangman's music is actually like this royalty-free song that are, is used everywhere. Same with MJFs. That's why you keep right. seeing MJFs used in like highlight packages of sports, if anyone's wondering. So many people tweet us and be like, is it just me or G? And it's like, yeah, it's, you can use it on YouTube. It's one of the things. Oh, okay. But it, it sounds great, so why not not use it? So Hangman's music is being played while like all these clips of them doing like yeah, cowboy like shit. Yeah, like a cowboy narrator. Yeah, uh, the voice, like the commercial. The voiceover, and uh, you see shots of every member of the Dark Order, uh, but it, their shadow behind them, each one has a cowboy hat on. It's so So good. it's being like, you don't need a hat to be a cowboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, it's amazing. It's so funny. It got me so into it, and I was sucked in, and... Apparently on behind the, no sorry this is BD Elite but on BTE yeah uh, being the elite those guys uh, did something where they gave Hangman some new gear yes. in the Dark Order so they they come out to it here but what a great video package for these guys as they come on out with the spotlights yeah so it reveals each member of the Dark Order in a spotlight they've got a purple bandana on their kind of purple gear uh, hats uh, yeah. are they in hats no 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 just the bandana yeah. Um, and then building up the spotlights to the reveal of Hangman in the middle, right? With like black and purple Whew. cowboy the leather roses. jacket, yeah. uh, black and purple on his tights. Uh, this awesome, this entrance was awesome. Yeah, this might be my favorite entrance of the year. This, this is great. Why did this just feel like it was like WrestleMania entrance, like yeah. um, like Survivor? This is a Survivor Series match. I'm just going. Oh, we're starting with the main event here. This yeah. is crazy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but then not to be outdone, their opponents. So it's the Dark Order, meaning it's the two tag teams, Alex Reynolds, uh, John Silver, Johnny Hungy, the team of Uno and Stu Grayson yeah. and Hangman Page against the Elite. But now they're known as the Elite Squad as they come out dressed as the Goon Squad, the Elite, uh, with the great Warner Brothers tie-in to Space Jam 2, the new one that is out Um and they come out. That's why I'm rocking my basketball jersey, the only one I, I own right now, Raptors. So they come out all in basketball jerseys with the elite as the Looney Tunes team thing, but it's the elite. Uh, looks great, the visual. Don Callis in some very questionable very short, short shorts. shorts. <laughs> Questionably short <laughs> shorts. Who wears short shorts? 
Don Callis does. Uh, this, this, they had basketballs and they're bouncing them, and it's like the Space Jam song. Like, yeah. dun, 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 dun. I laughed out loud so hard at this. Um, which ridiculous. is ridiculous. Yeah, this is why I'm wearing this jersey now. I had to go put it. I, had oh, to, I, I wanted, to, I wanted to feel like I was part of the the, the elite squad here, the goon yeah, squad. This entrance was ridiculous, but so obnoxious. It still felt, it still felt heelish, even though they're just doing such a fun. Uh, entrance yeah uh, they're so obnoxious with it as you said the short shorts the uh yeah this was great and all that all of them taking their shots at the basketball who yeah yeah they had a basketball rolled out brandon cutler's there and they're shooting baskets into the thing uh it almost fell over at one point. yeah uh look i looks- think it was carl anderson almost <laughs> took it out so carl anderson luke gallows nick jackson matt jackson and kenny omega and the stip is if if hangman uh, and the dark order win this hangman gets his title shot and the dark order get a tag title shot but if they lose both of them don't get and hangman misses his opportunity yeah is what we're told for this but uh yeah right off the bat the entrances made this feel way more cooler than any the setup because it's five on five elimination survivor series made it feel way more cooler than any survivor series match in the past like i don't know bunch of years because there are stakes as well they treated it like a main event it felt big um they their matching gear looked cool. It wasn't just a T-shirt saying Team Dark Order, Team Elite, you know, right. like a Raw and SmackDown shirt. It, it, they felt united. It felt cool. It reminded me of that Raw when everyone wore jerseys. <laughs> right. <laughs> Was the Lakers kicked them out or something? Something weird happened. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this is a five-on-five, five, and as you could expect, it's pretty crazy. It should be noted that the the Elite squad jerseys that they have which i'm sure they're going to be selling already at they're printing them scrumps printing them right now at pwt uh they all got their numbers uh i noticed that matt jackson's wearing my my number oh yeah 13 we share that same what's the significance of 13 well 13 is i'm i'm i feel i am a very unlucky person so uh okay i i've always used that that has been my number on sports teams i have played right i did in one point unbelievable i know but, I don't uh, think Matt Jackson's wearing it because you used to wear 13. No, no, no. I, no, I, I did not say that. Um, I'm saying it's also like the unlucky number. So Matt mm. Jackson just clearly picking that. But Luke Gallows picks the number we, we see, we, you would figure he picks 69. 69. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Kenny, number 23, because he's here in North Carolina. Yeah. Great pop. They loved him here. Then they went to bed. <laughs> after oh, yeah. The, after this match, they went to bed for a little while. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jordan. And was Nick... Uh, yeah, Michael Jordan, 23. And Nick was 777? Yeah. Something to do with something 666s? Yeah, so Christians, obviously, 666 is the devil. Right. So this is like... Yeah, the, the, the reverse. good guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Carl Anderson had 2012? Which was the year he was in the G1 final. <laughs> <laughs> so these guys are just trolls, but the little things are really funny, yeah. It's like like uh, watching it. You're trying to figure out. Wait, okay, why is this 2012? Oh yeah, it's that. Okay, why are you the? Okay, it's like so funny. So this match starts off, and Hangman's in control early on with a follow slam kip up. But then there's some chaos. There's a superplex onto everyone on the outside, and then Dark Order go in on on Gallows. There's like the stunner German suplex combo from I missed watching John Silver wrestle all this time. Um, there's then. Um, there's like Alex Reynolds gets rolled up by some trunks kind of early here by Carl Anderson and he's eliminated 
So Reynolds is out. Nah. Um, there's then Carl who's caught by all the rest of the, the good guys here. And he starts to do, he does this callback to New Japan where he did the dance with Maria. Right. It's like, was gift a million times. Yeah. So he does that and they're all shaking their heads like, no. And he's like, you've seen it. You've seen it. You've seen me do this. <laughs> like, hey. And they're like, no. So they beat the hell out of him. The rest of the elite were just asleep at this point. They're like, you got this. Yeah. I think it was that superplex thing that took them out. Okay. Um, there's then, uh, <laughs> there's what, uh, the fatality on Carl Anderson from the Super Smash Bros. Uh, Uno and Stu who do the. It's like the gory special into a blockbuster or something gory yeah a gory bomb into with the rko natural selection kind of but like off the top rope yeah this move is so so crazy and carl is eliminated there's a commercial break and we come back Stu grayson is on absolute fire he does this like crazy running shit at luke gallows there's then uh Stu grayson who yeah all i have i literally never write Stu grayson Stu fucking grayson Stu again so he must have done some he, crazy he shit did this springboard like tope spinal tap like spinning corkscrew yeah screwdriver thing yeah it was it nuts was, it was insane it was, excalibur called it like a corkscrew twister press or yeah it was insane. Taken out everyone. Watch this. I mean, surely it's gift. Stu, yeah, Stu Grayson goes flying everywhere. And then he's up, like, fighting in the crowd and jumps off another thing, like, landing on the cement Jumps here. off the balcony to yeah, take out this guy's. Yeah, this guy's nuts. Uh, shout out Stu Grayson. Uh, Evil Uno is... Uh, sorry, but then Stu does get eliminated. Uh, so they both get counted out, Gallows yeah, yeah. and Grayson. Which uh, the ref is like, you know what? Screw this. Which I was okay with. I let it slide. I was yeah. like, yeah, whatever. Uh, so it leaves a three on three. Three on three, meaning Kenny and the Bucks, Hangman, John Silver, and Evil Uno. Uno. Evil Uno is in the ring with Kenny Omega and hits the end of days, which is like the Baron Corbin move. Uh, but Kenny kicks out. He goes for a swanton, but Kenny gets the knees up. And Kenny Omega hits the one-winged angel on Evil Uno and pins him. It's now Hangman and Silver versus the Bucks and Kenny. There's Nick who's beating on Silver with the Bulldog. Uh, at one point, the though... Bulldog, like, spiking him. Yeah, yeah. I, I love John Silver and the way he even sells moves. There's another commercial break. When we're back, it comes back to Silver's, like... What is it in the video game? Your comeback? This is Silver's, like, comeback. He's running around. He's like the Cesaro special, running through people here. Uh, there's then a crazy spin-out torture rack bomb on Nick. The, the Young Bucks come back, though, and they go to hit the... Meltzer driver on the outside, the indie taker, and Nick tries to do it with the basketball, but he completely misses it, and the crowd boo. The crowd boo for a while. <laughs> so <laughs> they pick up the ball, and he dunks it, and he's like, "I don't care, like screw you guys." Essentially, <laughs> but imagine they hit it. Oh. I bet. I bet they hit it a million practice. times. <laughs> a million times, probably. Yeah, Kenny holds it. It looks impossible. They should have had him. They should have had Kenny holding him one hand on the ropes and then the ball and then do it. Because Kenny like holds it and then he lets him spring and then has to grab it. Like, there's mm-hmm. not enough time to, to do it, I don't think. But yeah, still impressive. Still hit the move. They eventually... Uh, it looked like Kenny called him to do it again. Kenny was like, I'll do it. And then they're yeah. like, no, 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 no. <laughs> just continue with the match. We got to go. Go home. Uh, so there's then the BTE trigger on Silver alone in the ring and they eliminate him. Meaning, ah. Hangman, three-on-one against the Elite. And they are beating the hell out of him. There's a super kick party from all three for a near fall. 
He somehow takes the Bucks out and hits the Orihara to all three of them and then hits the Buckshot on the Bucks. A literal Buckshot. Bucks shot. Yeah, Kenny spat at Paige. Yeah. Um, right at the beginning of this bit as well. Which was really gross. Disrespect. Yeah, really mean. Mean guy. Uh, Kenny goes to grab the title at one point as, um, I think, Hangman pinned Matt at one point here. Uh, th- but then the title gets ducked and there's the dead eye, but Kenny kicks out of that. There's then the ref is distracted again and there's a title shot, but Hangman kicks out of that. Kenny is upset. He starts hitting Hangman with vicious knee trigger, V triggers. Those things look, I don't know how they do this with making it look like he just does not, like, looks crazy. Kills Hangman with two of them, but then for good measure, picks him up for the one winged angel. And we know ain't nobody kicking out of that. And Kenny Omega pins Hangman, meaning the elite squad beat the Dark Order and Hangman loses loses his title shot. Yeah. Oh, but in what a what a wild Survivor Series match. This was great and went about 35 minutes, I think. Uh, Everyone shone in this. Everyone had their moments right down to the entrances. They made this feel like a big deal. And I I like how they were building and teasing you that Hangman was going to make this big, big comeback. Um, they're making us wait for it more. And it's it's definitely going to kind of... It, they're going to have to prove themselves. Because I, I don't mind this being pushed off, this Kenny match. I don't mind holding off a little bit. Well, until, what do you mean hold off? Like till all out or till later date? I don't know. I don't know what this means. They mm. they kind of weren't hitting you, uh, us over the head with the stipulation, I didn't feel. But um, that's what was said, right? He wouldn't he wouldn't challenge. Yeah. Yeah. There's. It's either you're saying that because they're going to wait to do this match later, because all out they have different plans now, or are they going to make it, maybe he, he cheated, so someone's going to... Yeah, that's what... We're either going to get a story with Hangman trying to get a win to... Challenger all out, or it could be beyond all out. Interesting. They could have different plans. Oh man, I think everyone was interested in seeing Hangman Kenny at all out, but that's quite that that's kind of dampers that a bit. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Who are the other like ranked wrestlers besides him? They mentioned Christian. Christian, who's number two? Um, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if you have to have Hangman fight someone else to... Maybe Hangman beats Christian and to prove that he's like... I don't know. I don't know It's, it's weird because I, I, I thought that was definitely the direction we were going. But you never know with these certain signings they've got going, whether they're shifting things, whether this was always the plan. That they've been telling a very long story with Kenny and Hangman right back from the beginning of AEW. Yeah. This story's been building and building. Maybe they're making us wait a bit more. Damn, that's that's. I think it's happening at all out. Come on, you got it. That's gotta. And you can I, still lose at at all out, but give us the match. Yeah, like you've pushed it for this much. It, I think I think so. There's still a few weeks, and they're gonna have these rampages too to build True. stuff. So who knows what they'll do? But yeah, there's a lot of TV. So maybe just stretch out a little. Yeah. Fall out. Well, I loved the fact that they did this like cross promotion team thing with the. Space Jam, because in the new Space Jam, it's all about Warner Media. Like they go to different Warner products and places, trying to get a basketball team. But no one, like Harry Potter World, right. Game of Thrones Worlds, whatever, Batman, Gotham, Metropolis. Like 
anything owned by Warner, whatever. But then I swear in the movie, Bugs Bunny like goes over and sees TNT as like the property, the, the channel. And he goes, ah, like nothing good airs on TNT or whatever. <laughs> or, or they'll air anything on TNT and like flicks back over, like doesn't show interest. So there's your crossover. I was expecting AEW to show up. In so Space Jam. the crossover is Space Jam was shitting on TNT. Essentially. And- <laughs> And then TNT responded by just promoting their Yeah, film. pretty much. Yeah, okay. Because they have to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, as I mentioned, Space Jam, the, the new Odyssey, what is it? The new Dynasty, the new franchise player. It wasn't uh, that great, but your kids will love it if you got kids. We go to... Well, I, I love that match. This was such a hot opener. It went like oh, half yeah, an hour. Oh, yeah, this was awesome. It went like half hour, and I, I absolutely loved One it. One of my favorite opens to Dynamite, th- this was. 100%. This, this whole uh, thing with the entrances and the match itself. And that I'm intrigued still in this story, uh, not like surprised me. So yeah, a great opener. Yeah, I I really liked liked it. It reminded me of a Survivor Series match, but it felt important. It felt everyone was hitting their marks, and the the entrances made it feel like it was almost like a pay per view or something. Really loved 100%. it. One hundred percent. Definitely one of the best opening matches in Dynamite, and it went long because it was a lot of people. But great. Uh, so this leaves the the match at All Out in Jeopardy. But we go to Pack. Backstage, he's being interviewed. He's kind of upset about the whole thing that's been going on with the Lucha Bros. It seems they had some travel issues. But Chavo and Andrade show up and mention that. Like, hey, don't worry. Like, my people will talk to your people and talk to their people. Everything will be okay. And uh, Andrade uh, really pushing the Scarface, uh, hey, my little friend, (laughs) and kind of talks like that. Um, (laughs) They didn't put subtitles for him this week. Yeah, I don't know what you're saying. Sorry. Yeah, 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 I, <laughs> I, I had no idea what you're saying. Yeah, uh, so th- something's going to happen with these guys. <laughs> yeah, the feuding. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. says Chavo, says Andrade. Um, I think I saw a lot of memes today because uh, AEW Dynamite, this episode, is live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And and I thought for sure there'd be Andrade mentioning the word the word Charlotte right, yes. like at least yeah. like make all the jokes you want with that but yeah I thought for sure he would say something because you have Miro talking about his hot wife all the time oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we go to what I thought reminded me of the Ellen show when she had her DJ like off the side there <laughs> oh Taz me. yeah Taz is in the booth here oh this yeah this bit was weird why is Taz in this like booth. <laughs> What's he doing? It's Ricky Stark's celebration. You've got to get Taz in a booth. What was he doing up there? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't he just come down with them? <laughs> it's not like he was actually DJing. Hey, Ricky, there I got your booth. There was literally nothing up there. Yeah, it was weird. There wasn't a couch. There wasn't a DJ booth. There wasn't bottles. There was just Taz up in this like crane lift with a curtain over This it. party looked terrible. Yeah, this wasn't a really good party. There were then like three people holding balloons. Fuck, Taz spends all his money on cigars <laughs> and not on his friend's celebrations of this fake title. <laughs> like, yeah, like, why was he up on this thing? I didn't understand. Uh, definitely interesting. Taz is up there, and he's like, hey, Ricky Starks, come on out. Uh, so Ricky comes out, and he's got this, like, New Orleans band. Yeah, because he's from New Orleans. Well, like, there was, like, four of them. One one with a bass drum. One, one with a tuba, one with a trombone. trombone. Yeah, so maybe, like, and maybe a snare, so maybe, like, five of them or so. But um, 
they're just playing ringside and Ricky's there. There was like two balloons. Yeah. Ricky's- Saints go marching it on. <laughs> yeah. Ricky comes out. Ricky looks fresh. He always one of the best dressers in, in wrestling for sure. And out comes Hook, but no Brian Cage and no Hobbs. Ricky says Hobbs is out recruiting. So look out for new people joining Team FTW or Team Taz. Uh, they mentioned that they got rid of all that garbage and mentioning Brian. He, he just kind of rips in. He kind of turns basically and calls Brian Cage garbage and the dead weight. And everyone knows that I've been the glue and the anchor of Team Taz because I know my part. And I can let things slide, but I broke my neck and you didn't even check on me, Cage. You don't care about me. And in all your 17 years, you were trying to become a star. And it's something that I've done just right away. And it it hurts you. You've had issues with that where I get it right away. And there's just no room. Uh, Sorry, this is where Brian Cage comes out now and tries to fight. One of the best lines uh, was he was going on about Brian Cage's charisma and that he needed the group. Yeah. And he went, you were stood next to me for how long and not an ounce of charisma coming off me managed to stick to you. He was just, he was basically saying what a lot of people say about Brian Cage. Right. It's like, you should be great, but like, you kind of, you kind of suck. Like, right. You don't have that charisma. So Cage obviously is pretty pissed off. So he's coming on out here while Taz is up on the perch. Uh, and Cage attacks the the band. He's this. This was he's supposed to be a good guy. I don't oh, he know. killed that trombone player. Yeah, he kills this guy with the clothesline. He pushes the drum, the bass drum. None of these people deserve this. They just no, got they're hired. Just hired musicians. They're just like, yeah, we'll play this one song for you, the four of us, the five of us. And this guy comes out, beats the shit out of them, and breaks the trombone. And Jr. with what a great great line who says there's no room for trombones in wrestling <laughs> direct shot yeah at xavier big, woods. Big shot. Poor woods. <laughs> xavier has tweeted right away i think he was watching so were these uh wrestlers who can play instruments who all played this so that's pretty impressive well two of them took bumps didn't they good for them were they yeah i, I guess that's true it's not like they're doing just pretend job a cop security. It'd be funny, thing, you know. <laughs> That'd like, be so funny. Yeah, just pretend you, you get in, hurt. Can you just play this? <laughs> and then you get just destroyed. You don't even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's some ECW thing. Yeah, we're just hiring you to take a bump and then just get beat up. Uh, well, I I can't. I like Ricky Starks. I thought his promo was good. I liked how he started being quite light and funny, and then got really pretty serious before he was cut off. Um, and I like the kind of truth he was uh, he was saying. Um, I can't say I really care about this feud. I'm not too interested yeah. in Team Taz. Um, the party looked pretty pathetic. What was th- what was Taz doing up there? I don't know. <laughs> Scouting, cherry picking. Yeah, just by himself, smoking a cigar. I don't even know what he was doing up there. Someone get Taz down. Did he get down? Hopefully. He was in the... I can't remember. No, he was in the... Just in his booth. In his booth. All right. Taz, fire in the booth. <laughs> by Taz. Um, we go to what is quite shocking uh, part of the show, I guess, for wrestling fans. We, we, we weren't expecting this when we were watching wrestling... Uh, AEW tonight, I mean. Because there's an announcement, a video sent in from Hiroshi Tanahashi. It's the, the legend. The living legend. Uh, Tanahashi, and he basically calls out the IWGP US champion, who is now Lance Archer. And he says, uh, I've never been US champion, and uh, 
I, I want to be. So it seems like he will be facing the winner of tonight's IWGP US title match in the near future. Question mark on dynamite question mark. Is Tanahashi looking at uh what's going on in Japan and just coming over to Yeah, the do US? you think do you think this will be a uh a dynamite match or do you see it being that um resurgence show? Uh oh right. There's a New Japan re- I think yeah. I guess They're so. Doing like a big New Japan US, like the LA Dojo. Sure. All I know is I hope it leads to Tanahashi showing up. In, yeah, in I think yes, because I want to see Moxley Tanahashi. That's that's what the all out match is. I reckon Tanahashi Moxley. Yeah, jeez. Say so Tana wins it at when, when is this resurgence? I think it's called resurgence. He he wins it from Archer there, and then Moxley challenges Tana to get the US title back at All Out. Damn. Okay. Yeah. What the fuck? This this show's insane. And Hoovy <laughs> in the near future. Isn't this like this, Moxley losing the title? It's like okay, we'll keep you busy. Since then, he's had a feud with the Bucks. Yeah, uh, he's gone off, been doing stuff in GCW, and now he's going to fight Tanahashi. Now feud, uh, yeah, fighting Tanahashi. And this all leads to him beating Moxley, so Daniel Bryan can come in and fight Tanahashi himself. Like, yeah, they fought before, but not sure. in the the stage they were in in their careers. That would definitely. Kind of hit off now, I think. Tanahashi is all elite. <laughs> Tanahashi is all elite. I mean, we talked about dream matches last week. Uh, you know, I love talking about Tanahashi uh, Moxley. This, sh- this, this, yeah, this company's like, getting ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> Fucking go ace. Tana, I am a. You're not a big Tana fan. I'm a big Tana fan. I appreciate Tana. Yeah, you do, yeah. There, there is something you do have to appreciate. But he's definitely had like obviously the Okada like series, but like. Man, he's definitely had some of these so so many great matches. Uh, one one of my favorites, definitely, and I'm super excited to see him here because there's so many. Like, obviously, you could do Tanahashi Moxley, Tanahashi Brian, if that is a thing. Like, ta- who else? Tanahashi. Th- you can't just do like Tanahashi Kip Sabian. You got to do like so. Like, who else? Kenny? We've Punk. seen Punk Tanahashi. Jeez, why not? Yeah. Tanahashi Huvatun Guerrera. Tanahashi Jungle Boy. Tanahashi Jungle Boy. Yeah. Tanahashi Luther. I've always said Tanahashi versus Cena would be a really good, like, yeah. big, crazy match, but uh, I guess that can't happen here. The uh, New Japan resurgence is August 14th, apparently. So plenty of time to then build to a Moxley match. Like, oh, yeah, there is. Yeah, true. Okay. Damn. You sold me on that. They should definitely do that. Why not? Yeah. That's that sounds just as crazy as like All In was originally. Like at that same venue that we went to. Like that's why we went yeah. to it because it's like, wait, you're telling me at the time, Kenta, Kenny's fighting Penta. You're telling me Cody's having an NWA. Like it was like a little mishmash of all these different yeah. things that definitely attracts your style. And they do that a lot because they're doing that tonight with the deathmatch stuff. So it's interesting how they they really if you like if you're a wrestling fan that likes the different things maybe you do like the japanese stuff or maybe some of the, the lucha stuff they kind of grab they you give you everything yeah they you're not, really you're not necessarily going to like it all yeah um and i think tonight will show that for a lot of people but they do give you everything yeah uh, i'm super into tanahashi showing up on a dynamite that sounds wild uh please do it show up have that match with moxley and tanahashi on a pay-per-view fuck tanahashi matt hardy 
Dude, now you're just come on. Toying. That's, come on, that's, that should be the all. Can you imagine match. Tana comes in? He works for Hardy and just gets stuck in a Matt Hardy feud. <laughs> Tana Hardy. It's gonna be all of them, like Punk, Brian. All their first feuds gonna be Matt fucking Hardy. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's there's some other <laughs> matches I want to see. I've seen like Tana t- tangle with the Bucks quite a bit. Yeah. The Twitch chat are now suggesting different matches. So Tanahashi Pack, Tanahashi Griff Garrison, Tanahashi Mark Henry is on the tables. Tanahashi Luchasaurus. Yeah, that's definitely got to be up there. Uh, oh, someone's giving a good one. Andrade. I mean, those are all really good, but mm. even better. Andrade versus Tanahashi. Yeah. I'm pro- they probably tangled maybe in New Japan at some point. But yeah, this is, this is pretty sweet. Um, to kind of mix things up and especially try different things in this forbidden door and all that stuff. It seems like Daniel Bryan was like, hey, Vince, Triple H, whoever, I really want to do New Japan stuff. Let's get a cross promotion. That's how you can keep me. And they went, nah. And then he's like, all right, I'll go do it over here. Yeah. I feel like that could be it. So I hope it leads to Daniel Bryan being in the New Japan mix-up Oh, I, th- I think he will. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Get him in the G1. Woo! Daniel Bryan in the G1? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Why don't you just do the G1 on... On Dynamite. Dynamite too. Yeah. <laughs> no I one cares so. about New Japan, apparently, I these days. I think so. So why not? Block A, have it on Dynamite. Yeah, on Dynamite. That means you got to put some AEW people in it. Yeah. Carl Anderson, he's going to do that epic run again. You'd have Brian in the G1. Who who else? Miro. Miro Ishii. Get, Miro get a few Ishii. Of them <sighs> Miro Ishii. Damn. We're going off on one yeah, tonight. Yeah, we are. Yeah, sorry. This is, there <laughs> no. was a lot of talk. There's a, we, there's a lot of things that happened. That's why we, ju- we jumped in. We were just staring lovingly in each other's eyes, Thinking, telling each other dream matches. Yeah, we were just like, oh, that's all I love now. That's all, that, that's all I want to hear is dream matches. And no one's sending me enough of these things. So at Up Next Podcast, at the Bray D dream matches that are possible whether it be outside of my nxt world of samoa joe and walter there's there's still kenny omega and kota bushi rematch that has to happen but Mm -hmm. yeah what are the dream matches nothing is impossible with tony khan's wallet like true like tony khan just to piss off all those people on twitter that were trending about eddie guerrero not being a good wrestler he'll go buy like a virtual like what did they do with tupac at like Coachella, a hologram, a hologram of Eddie, just so you people could say they watched like that because they toured with the Buddy he's Holly. Doing that? No, he should. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got excited? Now or now? Uh, like he he's getting everyone. Yeah. It's like he's just getting everyone. Like he, he fucking got Hoovy. Yeah, I don't know what we do next. Like, what is the next big? He's pop? spending big bucks <laughs> <laughs> on Hoovy. I had a photo with Hoovy. Yeah. At, uh, in Preston. Yeah. Is that in the UK? It's a photo. It's me, Hooventud, uh, Apollo Crews, or Uha Nation, um, Madman Manson. Who else is in there? With the juice. Uh, yeah, Hooventud was there. Probably some nasty people as well. I don't know. <laughs> nasty people? Yeah. Like the nasty boys? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that a UK event? Yeah, like? yeah. Okay, gotcha. Uh Hoovy's great, and I I want to see Tony Khan bring in people we haven't seen that, yeah, we haven't seen WWE. So I like it. I'm all for it. We go to our next match, and this is definitely where it started to feel like the crowd was kind of off 
uh, for me at least, watching us, like for us. Oh yeah, they just, uh, I guess, did did they record like 19 matches on Dark before this as well? Probably. Um, But they peaked with that first match for sure. Yeah, so... It was a long match to be fair, but... Yeah, they, they died off very early in this match. Maybe so. Hangman losing got them sad. Yeah, bummed them out. Yeah, I understand. So our next match is FTR representing North Carolina here. And like still not quite like the reaction I think we were expecting. No, not Even at all. I would be cheering louder for these guys. Yeah. Um, Proud and Powerful looked kind of pissed off that the crowd was dead. I think, I th- both, I think all, all, all of them. four were. Uh, the crowd were not there at all. And you could have... You could have told me this could be the main event tonight, and I'd have bought it. It yeah. felt like a big match. Yeah. The, the Road 2 was pretty good, hyping this up. I think they've built the feud really well. And then just no reaction. Yeah, It just felt like so. a throwaway match on the show. So there is there is back and forth between both teams. There's a sit-out powerbomb neckbreaker, but it's broken up. They go to commercials. Come When we come back, Santana's hitting... A tope con hero to the outside, and then a frog splash. There's the three amigos, that whole thing for near falls. There's a roll up from Ortiz that he gen- gets kicked out of, that he like turns into another sup- suicide dive tope, which definitely kind of woke up the crowd a little bit there. Uh, Wheeler's in and hits like a suplex. There's a bunch of power bombs from everyone, uh, but then a tornado DDT from Wheeler, the fake out DDT from Dax, and then it looked like there was another superplex. Inside cradle going on, but it looked like something happened where Wheeler got shoved off the turnbuckle and he, he smashed or sliced his arm. Now, I'm not quite sure if what I was looking at in like some screen grabs that it was like a lot, lots of blood and like lacerations and him holding like tissues and Kleenex or pads to right. stop bleeding. Or I saw him like holding his arm and I could see bone. Oh. So I'm not sure. Okay. Because Twitter is a wild place, but I'm looking at it like, oh, that looks gross. Yeah, I've not looked at stuff online yet about this, but yeah. it was weird because this kick out was odd. Uh, the ref just stopped counting. Um, yeah. And then, it en- it, it, it then cuts- they just go to the finish. Yeah, much. it's Dax hitting a brain buster on Ortiz and it's over. Yeah. So then it, they don't really mention you, you what happened. see, they don't completely cut away from Wheeler, though. They do show him on the outside holding his arm with blood on his arm but uh very odd this whole this whole match was very odd yeah um felt like twilight zone or something there was something just off the crowd were just not into it at all they'd they cheer for if someone does a chop they they'd recognize it and do a woo um when santana do a three amigos they wake up and they're oh it's the eddie spot and they're chanting eddie but they didn't seem to be into any of these guys. These didn't seem like yeah. stars to these guys at all. This audience at all. Yeah, really weird. And then it, it did seem to throw the talent off a bit. They did seem kind of pissed off wrestling this. And then the weird finish with a apparent injury to Wheeler, it just felt completely off. Yeah, no, I, I, which is unfortunate. Uh, and I hope he's okay because we record this right after, so... Things could come out by tomorrow or whenever you're listening to this. And I hope he's all right. So uh, one day we'll get this rematch that hopefully can deliver that we know all four guys Absolutely. will want to deliver to to us. So we hope he's okay. But at least they, they made a decision to stop it because you don't know. He could be seriously hurt. But uh, feel for all four of these guys. Uh, but, yeah. Oh. Are you looking at the picture of it? or are you? Yeah, I, th- 
Is that bone? I can't tell, man. I can't tell. It's, it's I'm kinda... going to go weak and weird looking at bone. Yeah, it's gross. We were doing, we did a shot of uh, the rocks tequila earlier. It might come back up if we can keep yeah. looking at that. Um, oh, that's now, gross. Now that's did... gross. <laughs> the bone there? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't like that. Didn't like that at all. <laughs> oh. It's like when when the internet was such a new thing where your friends would be like, look at this picture, and it would be something so fucked, yeah. like broken bones or blue waffles. Yeah. Things like that. <laughs> Kids don't know about the blue waffle. We go to Britt Baker. She's the champ, and she's talking about how she beat Nyla Rose, and she's the definitive champion here. And she's talking about how we need someone to have my back. And she says, uh, everyone... Wears jealousy just as well as I hold this title. And she kind of mentions, like, no one here can step up to me. There's no one on my level in this division. I am this division. So She's not wrong. Who is there? No. Thunder Rosa is the only... Thunder Rosa makes sense because Thunder Rosa beat her in that feud. Yeah. But then it was a no contest thing. Um, yeah, yeah. sanctioned. So, and then Britt Baker months later gets the title push. So it is... Yeah, there's not really many other options. But Britt Baker goes back to being heel here, like more so. Yeah. Like obviously it's over and it's working with the crowd and stuff, but you're you're still the bad guy. So is she calling someone out, meaning like I'm better than anyone here, so we get someone new? Meaning if CM Punk's gonna show up, maybe he brings someone else? I'd love that. AJ Lee I'd love showing that. up to face Britt Baker could be something That'd that happens. Be awesome. Uh, down the line as well, but uh, I'm just fantasy booking. Right. Again. I can't stop. I can't. Can't stop fantasy booking. Yeah, yeah not heard anything about AJ Me Lee. Me neither. Training Me neither. Or anything, but Me neither. I'd Me lo- neither. I'm a big AJ Lee fan. Yeah. So, just saying. Yeah, but it does feel like maybe, if, if not AJ Lee, maybe someone from outside off yeah. roster. Yeah. Yeah, who else is there? Uh, Diona? Uh, Perrazzo from Impact? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, could do yeah i'm trying to think of who else is people would say tessa uh, mm. but i don't know i don't know can't say uh i don't know where does where does who is Britt baker's opponent other than that like aj lee almost sounds like the most realistic one. yeah there, there aren't really options are there <laughs> yeah uh chris statlander penelope ford none of them none of them feel up there enough yeah for real to have a real big match for Britt. Yeah. you're gonna have to work on someone very quickly Lana. Sure. Who else was released? Is Ty injured? Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot. Yeah, which Ruby Riot. Be available that, yeah. by then probably. Yes, yes, definitely. That yeah, could that, be that could work. That could be banging, definitely. Uh so we go to the announcement for this rampage on August twentieth. It's gonna be in Chicago. They're calling it Rampage the first dance. Which I guess it would be the second dance if it's the second Rampage. But it's the first dance because it's their first show in Chicago, in Chicago this year <laughs> before they come back for their third, fourth, and fifth dance yeah. in Chicago. Uh, which isn't really in Chicago, but it's it's all, yeah. yeah. That all makes sense, right? The first dance. It is confusing it being the sep- second episode, but... Right. Is this going to be Punk's theme? It's or the his, first dance. his new catchphrase? the first dance i'm picturing christian's shirt that said outwork everyone yeah, but, but first, first dance, dance. <laughs> <CM Punk. laughs> uh, um so they announced this and this, this was like hey we're going to chicago wink wink on this date wink wink on our new show yeah cut to derby <laughs> 
Cut to Darby Allen hanging out with his dad, Sting. And Darby says, huh, I've been to Chicago. And I've been around a lot of people in this industry. A lot of guys who say they're the greatest. But if you want to be the best, well, there's only one place for that. And that's AEW. So I'm opening an an open challenge, it kind of sounds like. And I'm calling out anyone, even if you think you're the best in the world. And this cues the actual first time in a long time where the CM Punk chants are warranted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as the crowd chants. A lot, chants a lot were chanting with the, the announcement of the arena as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, a good time to hear it. Interesting. So Darby Allen calling out CM Punk. Yeah. I think on that Rampage show, Darby should come out, should, should call him out. Be like, hey, we all know, we all know you're here. We all know what's going on. And out comes Colt Cabana. <laughs> to li- in living color hits and it's Colt. It's yeah. Colt. Colt comes out to confront Darby. Everyone's booing. And then Punk comes in and fucks up Colt. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and no. then stares down Darby. Poor Colt. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. I hope they've talked things through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know the details of what happened, but I don't think they're friends anymore. Oh, yeah, that's too bad. Sad. Yeah, that's too bad. Then I uh, think Punk went, "Hey, I'll pay your, I'll pay your legal bills," and then was like, "Oh, <laughs> I'm good." <laughs> yeah, it's something like that, and then Colt was like, "Well, you fucking, I got sued." Got you. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, it sounds like Darby Allen's calling out CM Punk. So, it does. ladies and gentlemen, it's happening. It's happening. What do you think of that for a first match for Punk? Good idea. I think so. Yeah. I think that's really big. Uh, get Punk in there right away with what I, Darb, Darbs, I think as he called him, uh, in his list of people he wanted to to wrestle. Right. Um, or he was interested in looking at. I think good. Have his whole gripe with WWE was not, you know, using younger guys and stuff. Get Punk in there right away. Yeah. To beat Darby Allen. <laughs> <laughs> He does have to beat Darby Allen. I'm sorry, Darby. Yeah. You got to be the, the sacrifice there. But I'm sure he'll do something great. He'll eat that goat. He'll literally go to sleep mm. to sell this move if he gets hit with it. Yeah, that's, a good, that's a good first pick Absolutely. for, for Punk. So. Definitely. Um, where, where would you go afterwards? Like Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Just do a show, weekly show. Uh, well, you think after, he sh- after will you, Darby? Well, you think he shows Sting. up? Sting. <laughs> Punk's going to show up at this Rampage show to set up for All Out match, or is Punk, like, that's what you think? I think Punk does his debut at, in, Rampage. at Rampage. At the first and dance. And then has the, yeah, do, does the stare down with Derby. And then, yeah, he might be on weekly after that until, uh, until, what's it, All Out? No. What's the event? Yeah, yeah. All Out. All yeah. Out will be the match. Damn. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So that all out show is looking stacked. Mm. Crazy. If that is the case, CM Punk, Darby Allen, Tanahashi, uh, Moxley, Hangman, possibly Kenny, maybe. Yeah, unless maybe they push Hangman Kenny to the stadium. Arthur, Arthur, Arthur Ashe. Ash. Arthur Ashe. Yeah, true. You true, could have Hangman true. win a match to become number one contender again or something like that. Yeah. Um, Oh, you know what? You know what? It's Jungle Boy is ranked number two because he lost. So he went back to number two. And Christian's number three, which means 
they got to fight each other. They need to have a match. Which means that will set up them having a match against each other, which is totally going to be Christian turning on yeah. Jungle Boy. So that match is going to probably happen at... Yes, okay, yeah. All right, all right. There's got to be a match where they got to fight each other. And then Jungle fight each other Boy and Christian. And then you fight, probably fight each other again as yeah. bad guy Christian. Yes. You would imagine. Maybe. Yeah, they'll have a friendly one. Yeah. And then, then they can start playing the jealousy angle. Or do a triple threat and then Paige wins it again and he gets to fight. I guess they could do it at, but that's on Dynamite. Hangman Kenny. Yeah. That's what you're saying. You do it on, on that stadium show. Arthur Ashe. That's the main event. Okay. Damn. Interesting. Yeah. And then Daniel Bryan comes out to confront whoever wins. Yeah, that's how I would book it. And that's the end of the show. Yeah. Just as big stadium going yes yes it's hangman's lying defeated on the map i just and hope we move on <laughs> yeah i hope we don't get a run in from the delta variant oh well, that's what everyone on twitter today is like oh but there's the uh, there's covid it's gonna ruin wrestling so they better get ready to go back to jacksonville can we just have fun for a month yeah <laughs> <laughs> please just saying give us a month we'll go back just give us a month give us september and then it's it's gonna be shitty weather i'll lock down again it's fine all right I hope not. I hope that. We'll be okay. We'll be okay. We'll be up next rumble and we'll all be good. Everything will be back to normal. Yeah. Hey, if you thought this episode wasn't getting any crazier, well, out comes King Haku. <laughs> <laughs> is it Meng? <laughs> is this Meng? It is. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, this show's got everything for all you wrestling fans out there. Uh, Meng is, I'm going to mess up his name because I didn't know how to spell it. Hikaleo. Hikaleo. We saw him last week and he said he would face the winner of the death match last week, which means he's facing he's Lance. He's lad. Yeah, he is. He's, he's going up against Lance Archer. What do we know about Hikaleo? Uh, he's one of Haku's sons. Yep. Uh, so uh, related to uh, Tamatonga, Tangaloa. Because he's in the Bullet Club. He's in the Bullet Club. He says he's, he's taking the title back to the club tonight. Yeah. So And I think I think he's... One of the newer members. Right, I yeah. Think. He's like the young. Yeah, he younger. looks younger, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I just couldn't. I was like still in shock of the Darby Allen punk thing. Yeah. Uh, from being still in shock about Tanahashi to now seeing Haku come out with the <laughs> Bullet Club logo. I'm like, what, what is happening right now? So Lance Archer versus Hikaleo. Um, these guys are brawling all around the ring here. Um, Lance is definitely a lot bigger than him still. Um, and he's throwing him around ringside into the guardrails. There's a commercial break, but during the break, Haku gets involved and is doing like his, what is his, the, the, the claw? What is he even, is it not the spike? He's oh, that Haku used yeah, to do? Yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. Throat the throat thing, yeah. Is that the, the, the Tongan de- death grip? Something like that, yeah. Um, so he's, he's doing that on Archer, but he ain't, he ain't falling for that. Um, I wrote Haku does Haku shit. So that, that's what that means. Um, Lance does his, Top rope moonsault thing. The old school moonsault. Yeah, it looks pretty great. Um, Hikaleo tries to fight back and gets some offense in, but it's it's kind of a quick match as there's the blackout from Lance and he pins him and retains the title. Um, this didn't do too much for me. I didn't think anything bad of, of this up and coming guy, but it didn't like move the needle for me. No, I mean, when you think this was the last shot of last week, these two staring each other down at the end of the, the title match. Uh, this this felt a pretty nothing match to me, and there was not really any chance that Hikaleo was going to win here. Um, it was okay. I can't say I was too into it. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. But uh, the title, mean, it only means Tanahashi 
gets to take so it's Tanahashi him, Archer, which he should take the title from. Him. Yes, absolutely. And then Tanahashi can fight all these AEW people. Sounds great. We go to a recap of the Cody Rhodes Malachi Black stuff. It's actually just broken from uh, the New Japan Twitter account that Tanahashi has revealed a time and place, and it will be resurgence okay. at LA. So it's confirmed that yeah. So Tana, Lance Archer, most likely at that event. Go Ace. Unless Archer drops it before then. Nah. Yeah. Go Ace. Go I I think I think it's Tana's reign. Tana. This is a podcast. <laughs> Only the Twitch people can see, but uh, Tana, the Tana, the pose. He's just always pointing because he's number one. Yeah. The number one ace in all of New Japan. Professional wrestling. And professional wrestling and our hearts. Cody Rhodes, he's trying to he's he's backstage. They're trying to interview him while he's like being like the producer of this show, which I, I think is quite funny. We've seen him a few times. Yeah, he's in the truck. Tony. Yeah, he's like doing his job. But then he's attacked. By Malachi Black, and it's a brawl, it's a pull-apart, they enter through the tunnel, they're fighting on the entrance ramp, and Cody's laid out, and all these people are trying to separate them. Uh, is it Fuego del Sol? Yeah. Shows up, and he gets kicked in the head, and he sells it as if his soul is literally <sighs> floating out of his fucking body. He sells it, and he's like, good night, you can see the stars that he's selling look so good. Oh my god. After this, is he ever going to be on dark again? Like All he's seeing is dark right now. I know. He's knocked out. It looks so good. Uh, poor Fuego del Sol. Poor Fuego del Sol. Yeah, wow. Uh, this was great. I couldn't stop. Like I was like, oh, okay. This kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, but this, uh, he, he, he then ends, Malachi says, welcome to the House of Black. So next week, Cody, Black, one-on-one. Can't wait. Good versus evil. Yes. Uh, Depending on how you look at it. Looking forward to see Black wrestle again outside of a WWE ring as well. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. He's got to win this, though. Oh, yeah. He's got to kick Cody in the head. Mm. Um, they should have been, what, Arn Anderson coming out to try to help Cody and gets kicked, which causes Cody distraught oh. and then gets kicked in the head himself. It should be the finish. Don't think Arn's taken a... Another one? Another one. Oh, no, he's already... Did he take one? Yeah. Yeah. This is why Cody's so mad True. at this yes, guy. Yes, yes, you're right. Did Arn come out here? No, I don't. I didn't see him. Because North Carolina should have definitely woken up. Like, yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, so, yeah, I I think Malachi Black should should beat him, but Cody because Cody can chill for a while. Cody, what we weren't sure what Cody was doing, anyways. Does Cody have a match at All Out or Arthur Ashe? Uh, I would just maybe a rematch. So, but a rematch, maybe, maybe a stip match. Yeah. Blackout match, yeah. Lights out match, lights no, out like match. no uh, no DQ. Oh, or no DQ one, maybe that would fit. I guess, yeah. Uh, I, I like this segment too. It was kind of quick and it got to the point and it sets up for this match next week, which I didn't realize was so fast. A House of Black match. Let's do a sim. I mean, match. yeah, let's bring him back. I miss him. The how? Yeah, I mean, he said, "Welcome to the House, the House of Black." Black. So it's, I'm picturing like a House of a Thousand Corpses, mm. Rob Zombie t- kind of thing. He also he's always putting his. Uh, his uh, like makeup on his eye. Yeah, there. Uh, I see someone in the chat. Chris Leone says, "Book Cody versus Tanahashi on a rampage." That rampage. Do it. Okay. I don't know if Tanahashi's coming this quick, but yeah, do it. Sure. Why not? We see Miro. He's got a little video promo here. He says, "Next week, God's favorite champion will fight," and he mentions Lee Johnson who he's picked a fight with, and he's going to be having a fight. I, I guess I, I, I have not listened to this week's Shot in the Dark. I have not watched Dark, so listen to Shot in the Dark with John Cena. But is Lee Johnson 
fighting Nero because that's what I got out of this. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, Miro brings up his two things in life, his double-jointed wife and a vengeful <laughs> god, and uh, he'll show no mercy to this Lee Johnson uh, next week. Lee Johnson's been pretty good from what I've seen, so uh, I don't expect him to beat Miro, but uh, I'm, I, like, I always like these regular title defenses and a chance for someone who we don't see that often to showcase themselves on a bigger stage. Uh, Sino's in the Twitch chat and mad that we haven't listened to Shot in the Dark just yet. But I mean, he picks the day to put it out when we do uh, like three other shows. Yeah. So we're talking you... about Dark Knight Rises for about four yeah, hours. Go, <laughs> you know, get your own day, okay? Stop doing it on our day. <laughs> Wednesdays and Thursdays. No, uh, go listen to Shot in the Dark, and it's on YouTube. Look at him. Look at this. Yeah, check out uh, the Up Next YouTube channel. Dicky Bird has been doing a lot of work and yeah. maintenance. Much needed maintenance. So yeah. all, pretty much all our free shows that we've ever done are on there now and a lot of video versions and stuff. So check out youtube.com slash up next. Yeah, all the up nexts, all the BD elites, all the shot in the darks, all the stuff. Shout out Dickie Bird and shout out John Cena. Um, so back to uh, Dynamite. Well, Miro's calling out Lee Johnson, so I guess we'll get that match next week and he'll crush him, but I'm sure it'll be fun. Good match. Yeah, I think yeah. so. We go to Christian Cage, Jungle Boy, and Dr- and Luchasaurus, Dr- Jungle Express. No, Jurassic Express. Uh, going up against the HFO, meaning proud. No, not proud and powerful. Proud Hardy family, Hardy, men. Hardy family. Hardy, their family. Family. Hardy family office, meaning it's private party and, and helico. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be Matt Hardy. No. No, and it's just his, just his friends, his yeah. men. And I can't believe I was like, oh, we're not getting Matt Hardy? And then I was like, why did I just In North get- Carolina, right? Yeah, exactly. Is he hurt or He's, something? Is he North or South? South North Carolina. Carolina. Is he North? North yeah. Carolina, okay. yeah, definitely. Yes, yes, you're right. Damn. I didn't understand why. Like, of all the times to have Matt Hardy wrestle, probably would have been here. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, we, we have this match, and um, right before it starts, QT... Sorry, Tony Schiavone on commentary mentions QT sent a letter saying I was supposed to give you an apology or you're supposed to apologize to me or whatever. Yeah, I, he put the smoothie on his face. Yeah. So it's going to be next week in front of Tony Schiavone's an apology. friends and family oh, or God. something. So, yeah. I don't know if they like cut this because they didn't have time or they were like, we're just doing this next week yeah. Yeah, with his fan f- friends and family there. I don't know. I guess I can- don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you loved QT. Marshall. I do, but not anymore. You're I'm over off it? of him. I'm over QT. Wow. You've dropped off I'll the see, QT I'll see train. how this apology is. I'll give him one more wow. week. Wow. You'll give him one more week? I'll give him one more week. What does he got to do to Just do a really good thing with Tony Shivani? Damn, that's tough. Yeah. You're already dropping Tony. You're already dropping the factory and QT? Yeah. Yeah, I dropped him weeks ago. Yeah. I did, I, I don't know. It didn't after that. You lost to Cody. It's like yeah. it's like anytime anyone fought John Cena. Yeah. Instantly DOA. Yeah. Like Bray Wyatt, see ya. Miro, see ya. Who's the lower on the totem pole for you? Hardy Family Office or the Nightmare Men? You mean no? The Nightmare is the mo- Nightmare Factory. The Factory. The, they're just called the Factory. The factory people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Factory Workers. Yeah. Uh, who's lower on the? Yeah. Oh no, that's. Tough, even more tougher. I guess Hardy family or office are in a bigger feud. 
Yeah, they're higher. Yeah, the lowest yeah. is factory. Are they, they like, the lowest faction in AEW? I guess, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, no, pretty Peter men. The, the private, what are they called? The wingmen? The wingmen. The hunk? The, are they even still a thing? They're they dropped thing, JD right? Drake, I thought. Oh. JD Drake is amazing. They should definitely have signed that guy if they haven't already. But uh, yeah, okay, yeah, true. So factory is still kind of... If not the bottom, but they're like, near the they're in the relegation zone. Okay, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, the factory. <laughs> <laughs> Name everyone in it. Uh, QT Marshall, um, Aaron Solo, without the W. Nick Camarado. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Agogo. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Julie Hart in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's in the other group. <laughs> Varsity Blondes. Are yeah. they above Varsity Blondes? They're just a trio. Yeah. Trios don't count. Yeah, okay. Damn. Name everyone in the Hardy family office. Uh, Butcher, Blade, Bunny, <laughs> Angelico, Jack Evans, um, Isaiah Casti, Mark Quinn, and Matt Hardy. Wow. Did way better than I would have is done. That, is that the more? I, I don't know. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I can't name the wing guys. I know J.D. Drake and Dolph Ziggler's brother. Pretty Peter. Oh, Pretty Peter. Uh, Cesar Bononi. Oh, right. Hey, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> You're on a roll. <laughs> and Ryan Nemeth. Wow, welcome to our trivia show yeah. where we just na- ask, yeah, give me more. <laughs> ask give me the more. hardest questions. <laughs> just current raw. What other factions are there that we have? In AEW? Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, okay. All right. There we go. Tough one for you. Curveball. Ready? Everyone play at home, okay. please. Name everyone in the in Cody Rhodes Nightmare. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Dustin Rhodes, Lee Johnson, Brandy Rhodes, Pharaoh, Pharaoh, DDP, <laughs> Arn Anderson, uh, Billy Gunn, um, Austin Gunn, the other Corey Gunn, Gunn <laughs> Colton Gunn, Bart Gunn. <laughs> Butterbean. Uh, Butter <laughs> uh, Lee Johnson, have I mentioned him? Yeah, I think so. Red Velvet. Um, yeah, okay. Is this why you got Del Sol? I don't know. Yeah, I guess, right? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Who else is in this? <laughs> Everyone. Stardust. Yeah. Everyone's in this thing. Fuck. Damn. Wow. He's got a bus, to be fair. I don't think they all fit on that bus. He doesn't. He, that's his bus. He doesn't let them ride on that bus. It's yeah, the Cody it's a, Express. It's a, big, it's a big faction. I think you did name pretty much everyone though in that group, realistically, that I could think of. So <laughs> you still pass, in my opinion. You did well. That yeah, was the hardest. I, I'm one. gonna have to look it up to make sure that yeah, we, Bart we Gun can, wasn't. We can in. carry on. I just need to check <laughs> which of the guns are in it. Oh, you, did you mention Arn Anderson? Um, I did mention Arn. And his son? Uh, oh, Brock Anderson, yeah. Is he part of it? Yeah. So apparently there are currently one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight, nine official members. Wow. We've got four part-time members in uh, Diamond Dallas Page. Right. Tommy Dreamer, Stephen Amell, and Glacier. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And then former members would be MJF, Ali, QT Marshall, Aaron Solo, Nick Camarado. Yeah. So you got all of them. Big fact. I think I did get all the current ones. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was the hard. There's no other teams. Like, there's the elite, but like we know all of them. Wow, I clearly know my stuff. Yeah, you know you like do a show about this. Every you week. do your a, You know your AEW factions mm. and your AEW. You need to do start doing AEW trivia. Yeah, games. Just start asking everyone who's in the Nightmare Family. Yeah, that's everyone's question. <laughs> Name everyone. Who did Kelly Kelly defeat to retain the <laughs> Divas Championship? Hey, if you are a fan of trivia, you got to check out our Twitch streams. Up next summer is going to be a crazy other game. All the other games are in the, the back catalog. The pod versions are on the Patreon, but the video replays, we do tend to leave up there if you dig through the crates. But these trivia games that we've come up with are pretty fun, and up next summer will be fun. So... Uh, before takeover on the 22nd of August, yes, we will be doing a uh, up next summer trivia games, and I'm I'm going to be in one of them. You'll maybe, be in the main event. Maybe I should defending your title. Maybe I should. We should do some AEW trivia, and you can teach me what you know. Factions about AEW factions. Faction warfare. Yeah. Mm. So we'll see. So I'll, I'll stick with you, but I'm, I'm proud of you. Thank you. That you know all those. Thank you. You did better than I could do. Mm. That, there's a lot of people in mm. the Nightmare family. There are. Yeah. So did we mention this match is still going? Yeah, a match happened. It was a six-man tag. Yeah, um, Hardy keeps getting involved. Um, commentary are talking about hair most of the time because uh, JR loves Jungle Boy's hair, and I think Tony loves, uh, is it Mark Quinn's hair? Right. Uh, there's then um, Lucha Man who gets a hot tag. There, he uh, German suplexes all three people in this match. How? Because they're hugging them to get away, and he ends up suplexing all of them. Uh, there's then like a choke slam combo and a frog splash from Christian Cage to kind of put this to bed. I definitely wasn't feeling this one as everything else tonight. Yeah, I'm... I, I hate this feud. That we Well, we just went off on a rant about where Hardy Family Office are on the totem pole. Right. They're very low down. I think, I think Christian and Jungle Boy are above this feud with... Uh, with Hardy Family Office, but I guess it is to build to an eventual Jungle Boy Christian match, and they need to kind of build the bond between them before you can break them up. So it's a bit of a waiting game, but I can't say I'm too interested in this feud, uh, and the match didn't do a whole lot for me. Yeah, I think we're fantasy booking ahead to inevitable Christian turning on Jungle yeah, Boy. Yeah, and that's going to be great. I'm really looking yeah, forward to that. Just for sure. We've got to go through these early steps first, and it's a bit, ugh, okay. Just more Matt Hardy. He should have yeah. wrestled in North Carolina. Like they should have put. 100%. Waited, they should have waited for the Christian Matt Hardy match for this show. Mm. I think it would have got a reaction. Well, maybe maybe they shouldn't go to North Carolina. They weren't really excited. They weren't really hot. Yeah. We oh, this wasn't over though. No. Nope. When you thought, good thing you just named all the members of Matt Hardy's family office because one of them shows up here. The Blade, reminding us all that he is in this faction. Uh, attacks Christian and JR is like, enough is he enough. He uses the brass knucks. Yeah. That's been his thing recently. So knocks out Christian with the brass knucks. So yeah, Christian the blade. Next week? Mm. Holy. Yeah. Bl- Blade's Blade's that guy that no one likes though. So Blade Blade's good. Like I he think is. he's a good wrestler. He is, but yeah. again, I just don't really care about this. That's why he's an effective heel. Mm, true. Right? Yeah. Christian will beat him. No yeah. problem. You're set. Baby sets to it's set up. It's just another way to... It gives Christian a mini-match so he can move up those rankings. We go to a video for Nick Gage, who's in the main event tonight against Chris Jericho, uh, showing a little bit about himself, kind of talking about what he does and his story. 
I just say go watch the Dark Side, Dark of, the Side of the Ring, Ring. <laughs> or the Matt Cardona stuff uh, or the David Arquette stuff. We go to our next match. Varsity Blondes member Julia Hart is going to go up against Thunder Rosa. There's an insert promo from Varsity Blondes, but they don't let her talk. And it's them saying like, yeah, Julia is the best. And Griff is like, yeah, Julia is the best. And then they do a cheer, which is G-U-L-I-A, G-U-L-I-A. Great stuff. Yeah. Love it. Uh, they're just so like happy and wholesome. They're supposed to be like... The kids. Are they? How old is Brian Pillman uh, Jr. here? Uh, he's not a kid. I mean, how old is he? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he's not. Do you know his age? No. Brian Pillman Jr., age 27. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, he's September. He's a Virgo. Nice. Mm. Right. Uh, well, he, they're, they, they're in Julia's corner. Uh, she's definitely not 27. She, she's 19. 19? What the hell? Uh, JR on commentary says, you know, Julia's uh, young and she's what they would call green. <laughs> uh, but fair because Thunder Rosa kind of makes light work of her. There's an ankle lock. There's some counters. Uh, there's an ankle pick and a knee bar and Julia gets to the rope break there. Um, there's a neat clip from Julia when she gets some offense in. But eventually Fire Thunder driver Thunder Rosa wins uh, as we all kind of suspected. But. Yeah, I didn't think a whole lot of this match. Um, they were saying this is Thunder Rosa's first official match since signing with AEW because uh, she's all elite. Oh, now. she is all elite. Yeah. Julia. Um, the the crowd were semi into Thunder Rosa. I mean, it was a very quiet crowd for most of this show, um, but they were into Thunder Rosa. Julia Hart is, is green. I mean, she's 19 um, and hopefully she sticks around and improves, but I can't say this was very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess Thunder Rosa could still be booked in position to face Britt Baker. Yeah. I still think that could be another match we could revisit and be You can heat that one up pretty quickly. Yeah. If you want to go to that match. Poor Julia. Poor Julia. We go to our, oh, we don't go to the main event. We get some announcements for next week, including Christian and the Blade and, uh, Miro Lee Johnson, Cody Malachi Black. Uh, but John Moxley. Cuts a promo here, a little video from John. Shirtless John Moxley with a, uh, a flask, some whiskey in it. And he says he's, he's a little flustered. He lost his title, but he doesn't want to talk about that. He wants to talk about how he was in an airport the other day at the airport bar and the TV was on and he was watching the Olympics in, in Tokyo and there was some water polo and he got really mad because they can have the Olympics, but they can't have him go over to wrestle. And he, he was mad because he wanted to go and fight people. Uh, and then he goes, Tanahashi. And then starts talking about him and, 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 and calls Tanahashi's ponytail stupid. Mm. As they, here in Canada, at least on TSN, cut to picture and picture and cut off on his promo. So I couldn't hear the rest of his promo. Yeah, very weird. Did um, Tanahashi even call him out? We checked with our like American friends and they, they got the whole thing and went to picture and picture. Well, can someone time. tell me what he said? I want to know because after you dissed Tanahashi's ponytail, I mean, yeah, because he was saying uh, he was basically going, "Oh, kind of miss each other." I was meant I wanted to go to Japan and fight all these people, and I couldn't. Now there were athletes there, and then Tana's going to have a match with someone, and I lose the title. So he's he's definitely calling out Tanahashi here. Yeah. That's the match he wants. 
Um, but yeah, I can kind of put together what yeah. the rest of what he said. Yeah. But it was a shame because Moxley's always a great promo and would have liked to have seen it all. He this is, he shaved his head recently. I'm someone who shaves my head. He reminded me of myself walking around the house shirtless, going through a heart like having a, it's it's a, it's a really hot night. You're coming home from the bar and you're mm. still not done drinking, and you're walking around like uh, <laughs> that's what he was looking. Like. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Uh, and and he he doesn't have hair, and he's making fun of ponytails. I'm like, what are you doing? Mm. This is heat now. You instantly heated up. You can't make fun of that dude's hair. Uh, I'm, I want this match really bad now. Yeah, this sounds great. Yeah, 100%, even though I got the promo cut off. And that wasn't all they cut off. They cut off Chris Jericho. Sorry, the Pain Maker. We missed the Pain Maker's entrance. We missed the Pain Maker's oh. entrance uh, as well as Nick Gage, too. Which is, Nick Gage is the one I'd have been more interested in, in because I wanted to see what kind of pop he gets. Not that North Carolina were too, too hot tonight, but... Yeah. That would be really interesting to see even a quiet crowd who who really knows Nick Gage and who's who knows him from the dark side and the buzz this week with Matt, uh, Matt Cardona. Yeah, um, I, I feel like this crowd sucked, but um, we didn't get to see it. But I'm seeing some people in our Twitch chatter saying like the pop wasn't really there for, for Gage. For Gage? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm sure people were singing Judas, mm. which like I guess that's got their attention. But yeah, not too hot for a crowd like. We've been locked up for a while. The first thing I go to, like I told you, I went to some concert I, festival. It was all these Canadian like indie artists. I didn't know half of them, but I'm like having my best life sure, because yeah. I'm out and being able to go out. So for wrestling fans to finally go to a live wrestling show, I'm kind of disappointed in North Carolina. It felt like, especially in that FTR match, that uh, something had happened, you know, that kind of like put them off. Or maybe it was the hangman Hangman losing the yeah. opening match. Um, yeah, very odd. Yeah. I thought maybe they cut Nick Gage's pro, uh, entrance off for us because they didn't want to play Metallica. Like, they couldn't. Oh, or maybe. maybe they did and like could, yeah. didn't want to air it or something. But, no, we just missed that completely. TSN came back. TSN went to break during Moxley's commercial, but then came back when MJF was just coming out. Yeah. So that's where we're caught up here. But, yeah. So Nick Gage versus Chris Jericho in the Labor of Jericho Volume 2. And Jericho has to beat Gage with no interference to go on to the next step to fight MJF. Um, so MJF joins commentary and he's doing the classic dissing Jericho and all that stuff. Nick Gage has the pizza cutter. That's the, that's the thing. They showed picture in picture while he's got the pizza cutter. The picture in picture commercials for Domino's. Right. Way too perfect. <laughs> way too perfect there. It writes itself. The pizza cutter, the match starts. He swings it at Jericho and slices his arm and some blood kind of trickles out. So Jericho gets a little taken aback here as they start to brawl. And here they go. Gage is in control. There's steel chairs. There's all sorts of stuff being brought in. And he hits a running pump kick in the corner. And then Nick Gage showing, I guess, his uh, wrestling skill, his favorite uh, wrestler, Seth Rollins. Rollins, maybe, because it's the superplex into the Falcon Falcon Arrow, Arrow. which looked pretty good. Uh, Jericho comes back, though, with the walls of Jericho, but Nick Gage gets out of it. He then grabs light tubes, so Jericho grabs his baseball bat, Floyd, um, to stop him. Uh, There's then a choke breaker from Gage, which looks nasty, and then more of the pizza cutter, and he is like... This time really going... 
deep. He sliced him. Yeah, I don't know how they they do this. It looks great though. Anytime, like last week, we had a lot of fork stabbing and mm. stuff. This week's pizza stuff, stabbing glass, all that stuff. He's slicing his head open to the dismay of some of the people in the audience. There's that like one girlfriend that was dragged by her boyfriend to come see the wrestling matches tonight, and she. There was like this girl in the front row who looked so disgusted at what was going on. Uh, and I think a few kids as well. Yeah. This definitely isn't for your everyday kind of casual. Hey, viewer discretion is advised. This is true. Yeah. Uh, so he's, he's grinding and slicing Chris Jericho's face open with the pizza cutter. Uh, the crowd chants, we want tables. And Gage, they finally, that's the one thing they, they get up. They, they chant CM Punk and they chant We Want Tables. They know how to do that. Mm. Gage goes, nah, fuck that. And goes for the light tubes again. And this time he's grabbing a lot of them. Um, there's then more steel chairs and then a table, but it's a glass window. Yeah, he's got a pane of glass. Yeah, a pane of glass here as MJF's losing his mind. He puts Jericho under it and it looks like he's going to jump off the top rope through the glass. To go through onto yeah, Jericho's onto face, him. which would pr- pretty nasty. But Jericho gets up right in the nick of time and hits an avalanche Frankensteiner, sending Gage through the glass. This woke up the crowd. Yeah. This got a huge reaction and looked great. The shatter made a great noise. It was, <laughs> it was loud. Uh, so he's rolling around in the glass. He's in pain. Uh, he's lucky he's wearing... He's, he's done this before. He knows to wear... Shirts, shirts that can stuff. block yeah. it but his arms are still cut up and, and bleeding here jericho goes he, he tried to pin him off that but gage kicks out he goes for the code breaker but it's blocked and now jericho is thrown into some glass this is where the glass tubes are brought out again and gage is whipping jericho they're smashing over his head over his arms over his back and then he hits jericho with a pile driver just an old school classic terry funk style pile driver but on the glass yeah Jericho kicks out. Commentary, Excalibur, and Tony Schiavone are going wild, selling how gruesome and, and crazy and the stuff Jericho has to go through. And JR is just being very quiet. Yeah. And then he goes, isn't this fun? <laughs> kind of like shitting on his own yeah. product. There's then Gage, who, who couldn't put Jericho away, grabs like this, like... Looked like an ice pick or a shard. Shard of the light tubes. Shards of light tubes, like shanks, and starts stabbing Jericho repeatedly in the face. I screamed at the TV in horror. Uh, Jericho is like kind of groggy and hurt by this as Gage grabs this like mega light tube. Imagine like four lightsabers put together. He's going to smash over him. But the pain maker came prepared with something else as he sprays the mist in the eyes of Nick Gage. Grabs the light tubes, smashes them over Gage, Judas effect into the glass, falls on top of him, and gets the pin. Chris Jericho beats Nick Gage in a, in a somewhat of a death match. So Jericho is 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 definitely king of the death match. Uh, yeah, you, you know what? When this started, um, I really wasn't into it. I was getting the remember when Warhorse had that match with with Cody and they announced it was Warhorse and everyone got really excited about this, this indie guy. Yeah. And then he showed up and it was like, yeah, you look out of your depth. Right. You look like this indie guy. And I was, I was getting those same kind of vibes with Gage at the beginning here. I was going, Oh, this isn't working. This looks 
this look yeah gage has his ceiling but this looks odd on tv it's yeah. not working for me and then the way they started teasing the the light tubes to build up to that first light tube spot and then that that glass like hurricanrana the frankensteiner thing it really started to get me into it and they built up and they delivered on the violence and i loved the finish the mist with the judas effect i thought looked great with the, the light tubes as well. Yeah. Uh, I actually really got into this by the end. Yeah. And it's not my kind it. of thing, but it, it, it hooked me. Yeah, I agree. Um, I was super high on this stuff earlier in the show. And then I was like, all right, they, they definitely, I don't know. I, I wasn't really into the Cardona one. So I was like, I don't know what else you can do in this one. Mm. And they, they, they met, I, I, I'll say again, I think I like this one more, way more than that one, mm. actually. Now that I'm talking about it again, um, and I know Jericho's got his, his Jericho haters, but he's still delivering. Like Jericho, another thing Jericho has not done is like this kind of stuff. And that's the thing with Jericho. You feel he's got this checklist yeah. of stuff he hasn't done. Yeah. When he first did uh, Thumbtacks was against Dean Ambrose. And yeah. he kind of said on his podcast, it's like, well, I've never done Thumbtacks before, so I guess I should. <laughs> he's the goat. So it's here. Yeah, I'll do light tubes. That seems to be the thing. Um I tweeted out earlier, are light tubes the new... No, are pizza cutters the new Canadian destroyers? Mm, right. Because we've seen a lot Few of them in the last week. Yeah. The Kenny Sammy match, the Cardona match, this match. Yeah. I mean, if you watch a lot of the Nick Gage stuff before, you've sure. seen them. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Overall, I was super into it because it's Chris Jericho. It's someone I've followed for a while, and I've never seen him take light tubes to the head. Mm. Never seen him do that. I've never seen him fight with glass. It gave me... Um, someone in one of our chats was saying you reminded them of the wrestler, and that's totally what I I, I thought. It's like Necro Butcher, Randy the yeah. Ram, that kind of thing. There was no ladder there, but the glass bar. There was no barbed wire here either. But this was the closest we'd get to this kind of violent thing. We've never seen this in WWE. Yeah, this is probably the most violent thing we've seen on TV, TV in wrestling. In wrestling, for yeah, a long like, time. Like, take aside your 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 specialty indie stuff or whatever, King of the Deathmatch stuff. But this was on TNT and tsn live i also uh i'm sure nick gage is more has done crazier shit than this of course but they delivered enough where this didn't feel watered down to me i didn't feel no yeah that's what i was worried about i was worried that they wouldn't even go anywhere near the cardona thing last mm. week but they did jericho was bleed like there's a lot of blood yeah there's a lot of glass and, and stuff. I don't know how they do this stuff in wrestling, if it's stuff or gimmicked or whatever, but to me, it looked like they were smashing each other and there's yeah. glass and, and stuff. I'm sure it's gimmicked in some capacity, but still looks insane. Um, we've done that. Um, I, I'll keep plugging because it was honestly like some, one of the best shows we've, we've done. That best death match ever, um, Matt show we did. What was the, who was that like Japanese guy that we talked about? Oh, Kasai. Uh, Kasai. Yeah. That guy loves glass. And like, yeah. that was, that's his, like, you think of the tables, you think of the Dudley boys, but when you think of glass, you think of that guy. Cause it's like, what is wrong with you? So seeing glass on this show was like, whoa, crazy. And yeah, your, your, your casual viewers, yeah. this is new. This is all new. This is new. This is like some of your friends who watch AEW or WWE have not seen this stuff before. So they definitely were like kind of scared. Like, what is this? Yeah. Super violent. Is that blood real? That's not real. They, they use capsules or stuff or, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's not real. Looks real to me. Yeah. Looks scary. Shout out Chris Jericho for taking these crazy bumps. Was the dude's over, older than 50? Something like that. 
Hell yeah. He's 50. I, I don't take the Jericho slander. I'm sorry. Not in this house. No, th- this was a good match. Yeah. Uh, overall, good match. But afterwards, it's he beat the, the, the labor of Jericho. But he's, he's greeted by MJF, who says, cut the music. And he tells all these hicks in North Carolina to shut up. Jericho, as you sit there, well, you're going to be introduced to your second, your, your third labor next week. And he says, I'm, I hold grudges. I remember some things you said to me, and I held them dear to my heart. So he plays a tape. And it's time ago when Jericho cut a promo on MJF in the middle of the ring saying, when I was wrestling on WCW, your parents were getting it on on Monday night while, while they were watching me versus Juventud Guerrera. And I said, who the hell is Juventud Guerrera? And you told me to Google him. Well, Chris... I did. <laughs> so, next week, Labor 3, Chris Jericho, going up against Juventud Guerrera, the juice. Yes. And what? added stipulation, Jericho can only win by hitting a move off the top rope. So, what? So, Jer- he's got to finish with like a... I frog know, splash. Frog splash, crossbody. He can't hit the juice effect and pin him. Yeah. Or like... Walls of Jericho. Um, yeah, this is great. What? Why not? Um, this is something... Big pop. It's a big part of Jericho's history. So yeah, it's an old guy coming in yeah. to wrestle a match. But it has interest. It's it's doing a this is your life, Chris Jericho kind of segment. But as a match, bringing in Hoovy. Uh, I would say you've just had a death match. And then you're going, oh, I just got to fight Hoovy next week? Yeah. Okay, That. thanks, Thanks, Max. Yeah, because... Thanks, Max. You kind of give me a pass next week. Maybe it's part of it, because maybe Max didn't do his deep Googling, because Jericho beat him. Mm. Very, Jericho beat Hoovy and he made him unmask. I WCW. wonder if they're going to have fun with the, with the you-can-only-win-off-the-top-rope gimmick. Yeah. Like, have him, like, his foot tied to the turnbuckle or baby oil on the rope or something like that. I don't know. Hmm. Like, stuff so he's actually struggling to get on the top rope. Okay, gotcha. Um, I... I thought I thought the 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 reveal of Hoovy was amazing. The the other stipulation is kind of weird. It's almost baby facing MJF as well. He's just yeah, like and this week Nick Gage. Yeah, this week, yeah, Hoovy. yeah. We're like yeah. great. Yeah. Well, so like, what's number four? Who, I want to cheer for Nick Gage. I want to cheer for. Hoovy. Yeah, exactly. I was cheering for Jericho here because I'm like I want to see you obviously go forward, but you want to see Hoovy show up. So yeah, MJF's really the best bad guy because he's a good guy. So who now? It feels a letdown if we don't deliver surprises every week. Now you worked yourself you into a shoot. You can't now just do Wardlow, you know? Yeah, yeah. You can't just do FTR one-on-one. Well, yeah. I'm probably one-on-one now. But I think I think it'll be... What will the other two be? Yeah, Dean Malenko. It's a flip. It's like, hey, you have to fight your friend. You have to... Would you do that as four or five? Like the only climax? way to beat Dean Malenko is if you hit him with the Judas effect. Right. Will be the stipulation. So Jericho's okay. like, oh, no, I got to hit my buddy with the thing. So that'll be what? Four? That'll be four. Dean Malenko. And then what's five? Or maybe five is Dean Malenko. Yeah, because be that could be the big emotional. Ah. Uh, I don't want to do like, this It's all friend. you have to do just to get the match. You just got to hit him with the Judas so effect. So who's four? Who's the, who's the other surprise? You would, yeah, you would imagine it's someone scary and menacing or like deathmatchy because you want Jericho to get hurt, and like that's the point of it. So I don't know, I don't know who else. The other surprises. 
Seeing if the Twitch room has any suggestions. Uh, the Twitch room says he can only beat Malenko with an arm bar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which definitely would make sense. That would be good. That would be good. Uh, yeah, I uh, don't know. Forcing Jericho to face Sammy, someone's suggesting. Oh, there that you go. Yeah, I mean, I think you wouldn't do that two weeks in a row with, if it's Malenko or Sammy. Yeah. Because yeah. that's just me fantasy wanting to see Dean, Dean wrestle again. But the Iceman. Hackman's suggesting Great Carly. Great Carly? Hmm. Yeah, I don't, don't know about that. In a Punjabi prison match? Sure, why not? <laughs> they can't call it on that. rampage. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I I like the fact that they just randomly go Hoovy. The crowd was some people in the crowd were mad Hoovy didn't show up. They were like, I was he, waiting yeah. for him to just do a hello like Gage did last week. MJF should have been like, ah, uh, he may have no showed. I think he's had history. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, so Hoovy versus Jericho. Oh. Next week. Chris Leone in the chat room has yeah. brought up a good one. Fandango. Interesting. The Jericho at Mania. That's right. It's a bit of a, a callback. Yeah, true. Is his... Uh, I don't know his... 16, would he have 90? been on an NXT true. one, maybe? Yeah, true. Maybe. Uh, could be. Wow. I don't... Uh, that could be number four. Yeah, anyone else in the history of Jericho? That were kind of, Fandango, yeah, but not really the best. Hmm choice it doesn't really make me go you got to beat fandango to beat to face me it's not so That's we're already getting we're already getting hoovy i don't think you can top hoovy to be honest like who else who else can you get a pop reaction than someone saying hoovy because either you understood this reference or you went who's this guy again and yeah. they like look him up it's crazy because you know we got our wcw encyclopedia and Juventud guerrera is is in the book he is he does have his own page yeah so Will he wear the mask or still? He's he hasn't really put the mask back on, has no, he? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Man. But I used to love that era. That era of cruiserweight, psychosis, Hoovy, mm. Ray, Mysterio, obviously the We goat. watched that great uh match in what was it, Starcade Starcade matches? Best match ever. We had the was it Billy Kidman Yeah uh Ray Hoovy Mysterio and Ray, was it? I think so. Must have been. Yeah, Hoovy was pretty sweet. Mm. I loved the whoa, Hoovy should come back with Chavo. Andrade, the Lucha Bros, the LWO, all could right. have it all. Yeah, Vicky yeah. Guerrero. Vicky Guerrero. Yeah. Damn, get all of them. That's wild. The Blade. <laughs> For no reason again. <laughs> Matt Hardy's like, oh, this is my familia, <laughs> family. Yeah, of course. Uh, overall, this episode started off with this crazy opener of this Survivor Series Space Jam, Space Slam, whatever thing. And I, I ate it up, and it genuinely makes us all confused of what they're doing with hangman and kenny so maybe they, they are they are doing a good job mm. and maybe they are going to push that to arthur ash um possibly instead of all out so interesting to see that as well there was some stuff i didn't like like some of these like kind of squash matches but it definitely hit a lull yeah. and i don't think the crowd helped at all um the the ftr match was disappointing for a lot of reasons but overall really newsworthy show and some AEW just feels like it's like all over the place <laughs> in a good way, you know. Just so yeah. much happened in this show, so much, and that opening match was awesome. And I did enjoy the main event. Yeah, solid show once again. Yeah, honestly, uh, even the Jericho hardcore stuff was interesting and fun to to watch. So uh, it had some lulls, but the news coming out of it, the the surprises, even the Darby thing kind of gave me like goosebumps. Like, oh shit, we're actually doing this. Okay. You can't tease this. You can't have Darby say, I want the best no, in that, the world. That's, I feel it's confirmed. Yeah. Last like, week I was going, you know what? I don't want to get my hopes up because I've been burnt before. 
But yeah, if, this felt like confirmation this week. Yeah, 100%. Uh, so super looking forward to next week and the coming weeks. And we've got CM Punk, Tanahashi, Tuvi, all these crazy things going on on this show. So it's definitely the cool show uh, mm. as a wrestling fan. Can't, I genuinely can't wait to see where we get to go in some of these matchups that we are potentially going to be seeing over this course of uh, a month there with the rampage, with the everything. Oh, yeah. It's an exciting time. Exciting time to be a wrestling fan. Definitely. Um, Yeah. Uh, Thumbs up for me for this episode. Definitely. One one of my favorite Dynamites. Yeah, it was a good one. Full stop. One of my favorites. Especially that opener. That opener was excellent. Yeah, it felt really Really, Realistically, I'd have had that as the main. But obviously, I don't think you can put that Nick Gage match on at 8 p.m. No, not at all. All the blood, Mm. light tubes, violent shit. Good stuff. So that was Dynamite. Fight for what is it? Fight for the fallen. Fight for the fallen. Yes, they did mention that they were taking They've proceeds money and, and all this stuff. Guns. We didn't mention this. they gave money to guns. They gave money to guns. No, no, no anti guns. Anti guns. Be careful with guns. Something like that. Maybe that's why the crowd was so. They're North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, wait, why are you, why are you supporting this? Yeah, uh, weird. Uh, so join us uh, Tuesdays. We record up next for. Uh, the podcast we recorded on Twitch. And then Wednesdays we do this for BD Elite. So if you uh, want to hang out after watching us, uh, we can join us on Twitch. But listening to the podcast version is cool too. That's okay. And if you want to listen to more podcasts, you should go to patreon.com slash up next because August 1st is the perfect time to give us a shot. Don't throw away your shot and try being a North American champion tier on our Patreon because you get access to all the past like 350 shows of podcasts, movie reviews, retro NXT reviews, talking about Chris Jericho just this week on Was Next because he makes his only uh, NXT, like the show appearance against Bray Wyatt. So yeah. that's something that Jericho's done it all. He really he, has. He has. That was something he needed to tick off his yeah. box. Yeah, in NXT. Do light tubes and wrestle on NXT. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we talk about that. That's a show we're doing uh, this week. Uh, we just did a show with friend of the show, Scrump, Mm-hmm. From PWT cast, he's a world champ patron, so he selected something for us to watch and join us to review Watchmen, which I've never seen it before. So I finally watched The Watchmen, and that was totally fun. Uh, we also did Point Break this week for my birthday pick. Uh, we have the August schedule that's in finalization process, and it's looking pretty stacked. I already mentioned on Up Next a Triple Mania best match ever, a Triple Mania watch along and post show. Uh, a best match ever, Daniel Bryan. It feels like we should be doing CM Punk now that, the, that it's Chicago. We might have to flip that. Maybe. At Up Next Podcast and join the Facebook group because there's a Friday the 13th that's happening in August. We decided to put it to the polls in the Facebook group. Which Friday the 13th movie should we do? We've done the first one. We've yeah. done Jason X. Oh, yeah. So I think we've put uh, Friday the 13th Part 2. Uh, Jason Takes Manhattan. Jason Takes Manhattan. Which is in the lead, I think. Freddy versus Jason. Oh, that's my and favorite. What's the other one? Uh, the, like a reboot that came out the like a little one. while ago. Nah, fuck that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. So, big things. And on this very feed tomorrow, tomorrow evening, we'll be releasing yes. our Dark Knight Rises review. Yes. You like free stuff? We give you that too. On this feed, Dark Knight Rises, the final installment in the nolan batverse the dark knight trilogy we talk about it all we talk about uh the how polarizing this movie can be for some people hate it some people love it we talk about bane 
and all the Bane impressions. You have a pretty good Bane impression. Mine's okay. You have a yeah. better Michael Caine impression, which we get all of it into. <laughs> Listen to us just gush about Michael Caine and Christian Bale uh, and Anne Hathaway in this movie. So uh, that'll be out uh, sometimes Thursday night. I'll put up there on the feed. But The Dark Knight Rises. All the Batman shows are... Uh, back on this very free feed. So go through and scroll through because they are there. So after we finish this Dark Knight series, that means we're going to take a month off in August. But then in September, we're doing Batman versus Superman. We are. Batfleck. Have you seen the Bat? I've seen Batman v Superman. I haven't seen Justice League. Okay, so you have seen Batman versus I've seen Batman v right. Superman. So yeah. that'll be coming. That'll be exciting. Yeah, I just can't wait to talk about Ben Affleck and how he's, he's great. He's, he's turned fantastic. his world around. Yeah, in a span of what a guy. Yeah, he he came out of the pandemic a star, <laughs> and as should all of you. Hey, we appreciate you listening. Go follow us at Up Next Podcast Twitter and Instagram for all the updates of all the shows and all the silly things that we tweet. Uh, but you can follow the silly things I tweet and post on my Instagram. I am Braden Harrington at the Bray D, and I am at Davy Portman and. Uh, Go listen to Shot in the Dark with John Cena because he fills Absolutely. you in with all the other stuff and you definitely got to do it. Thank you, everyone in the Twitch room. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And go ace. Ahoy! Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Because plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today. It's Macy's Friends and Family Sale with an extra 30% off the gifts you'll love to give and get 15% off beauty with your coupon or Macy's card. That's on top of big savings like 25% off dressed-up designer looks for kids from Calvin Klein and more. Plus an extra 25% off luggage from Samsonite, Delsey, and more. Download the free Macy's app for more great deals at Macy's.